word, O Lord. We thank you for everyone gathered here this morning. We know that the cause of today's service, everyone's eyes of understanding is enlightened. Everyone receive illumination. Everyone's heart is fixed on his love. And everyone's minds are open to grasp his grace. In the name of Jesus. I will say there is no more confusion in this atmosphere. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Just go around and welcome somebody and say you are welcome to service this morning. I'm so glad you are here this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's study. How many of you are excited to study this morning? Amen. Now, when you come to a church, when you come to a church service, church services are actually teaching meetings. You come to receive knowledge. It's not a place where you they tell you every morning you make it, you make it, and still you've not made it. Praise God. <laughs> they tell you um, the Egyptians you see yesterday, you see them not tomorrow. How many Egyptians are chasing you? <laughs> Praise God. All right, let's study this morning. Philemon 1 verse 6. Philemon 1 verse 6. Philemon 1 verse 6. Philemon chapter 1. It's just only one chapter, but just Philemon 6. It says that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by acknowledging of every good thing which is in you where in Christ Jesus. Praise God. He says that the communication of your faith will become effectual. How will it become effectual? By acknowledging the good things which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now watch carefully. You don't have a faith problem. You only have a knowledge problem. Every believer received faith the very day they got born again. Look at Romans 10 verse 17. Look at Romans 10 verse 17. Romans 10 verse 17. Romans 10 verse 17. We want to study the believer's authority this morning. I mean, if you are excited to know your authority. Yeah. You, know, you, you know, there are certain things you should know and there are certain things you should not know. You know, to know... Um, some people, what they want to know is just how the devil is dealing with people, but they don't want to know how they can overcome the devil or what is the devil doing for them and everything. But we want to study the believer's authority this morning. And you know, we've always learned about our authority in Christ. We've always known what it's all about. We've always understood the concept. But we want to take it a little step further this morning. We want to see how is this authority? How did we get this authority? Now let's study. Look at what I was saying before. I said a believer does not have a faith problem because in Romans 10, verse 17, he says, So faith comes by hearing. It's not hearing, 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 hearing. So people say, How do you get faith? Do you keep hearing the word of God? No. Faith is not um, machine. He says, So faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So the very moment you heard the word of God and you believed it in your heart, faith came. 
So when he was telling us in Philemon 1 verse 6 that the communication of your faith may become effectual. How will it become effectual? That is, it will become effective by acknowledging. Acknowledging is from the Greek word called epignosis. That is, you come to the precise understanding. You come to the full acknowledgement of what God has done in Christ Jesus for you. Now, watch carefully. When he was telling us in that Philemon 1 verse 6 that the communication of your faith will become effectual by acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now watch. That is, there are certain things that you don't know that you will only know by knowledge. Let me explain. Ignorance is the greatest problem of a believer today. What you don't know. And the funniest thing is that everything that you have has been given to you or you've gotten them the very moment you got born again, but we are still finding it out. So why are we in church today? We came to church today to find out what has been in us since the day we got born again. So our faith gets more effective. How? So we get knowledge out to make our faith effective. So what is knowledge for? Knowledge is to make your faith effective. Praise God. Now, so you don't have a knowledge, you don't have a faith problem. The only thing you have is a knowledge problem. So now, the believer's authority now, let's go. The believer's authority, let me explain, is not the afterthought of the father. I don't know if I'm making myself clear. The believer's authority is not the afterthought of the father. It's not what God thought about after men sin. No. The believer's authority has always been the plan of the Father. So now the question would be, before I ask the question, authority is always given right. And when I give you an authority, that means you have a responsibility to play. Okay, it's just like when I say, Brokosi, you know that you are listening to me. When I say Brokosi, let me undo this. I have given him authority over that situation to help me carry it out. Am I right? Now, watch carefully. But the impression we've always had from Genesis 1 has been that God gave Adam authority. Adam lost the authority. And now, so Adam lost the authority and gave it to the devil. Devil too. Jesus now came, collected the authority back, gave it to man. So we are now saying, so what's now the probability that um, we two will not still lose the authority? <laughs> Let's study this morning. Are you ready to study? You know, that has, been the, that has been what has been in your mind. That in Genesis 1, God gave Adam authority. So Adam, so Adam now lost the authority to the devil. So the devil now took it to and started being the God of this one and replied that he had authority. So after Jesus now came, Jesus came to do mortal combat to the devil. For the devil collected the authority back. We too will now begin because we now believe because we now have the authority. <laughs> okay. Alright, let's study. Genesis 1. Let's go. Genesis 1. Genesis 1, chapter 1, verse 26. Let's go. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Genesis 1, 26. It says, And God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness. Let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle, 
over all the earth, and every creepy things that creepeth upon the earth. Follow carefully. Verse 27. It says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created he him, male and female created he them. Verse 28. And God blessed them. God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. What is in your thoughts now will be? This is where what can be going on in your mind now will be like this is where God gave man the authority. So Adam has started functioning, has started having dominion over every creeping thing. Am I right? Is that what is in your mind? I'm asking. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> I like that response. <laughs> Alright. Now look at 20. Let's take a quick, very careful look at 26 and 27. And God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. And you've known in this church that when you want to interpret the Old Testament text, you need the New Testament to interpret, right? Now, you know, when we say an image, an image will mean a model, an example to follow after. Okay, you know, if I want to create something now, I must have something I'm looking after to create it after. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Now, imagine I want to create broccoli again. I must have had a picture of broccoli to create broccoli. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's just like the process of giving birth. Man, I was in the hospital some days ago and I saw birth. Jesus, women are trying. Oh, praise God. Huh. Anyway. It's just like the process of giving birth. When you give birth to your child, when a woman gives birth to the child, the child has the semblance of both the parents. It must carry the DNA. So the, the parent was the image of that child. Or a resemblance of that child. Are you following what I'm saying? Now, so an image will be to create something after. Are you following what I'm saying? So now when the Bible was saying, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness. Somebody will now say, um, that was Adam. Really? Was that Adam? 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3. You know what I'm creating? If God was to create something, what I'm creating must be able to function like God. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. If God is saying, let us create man in his own image, that is, whatsoever God wants to create must function like him. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Well, listen, if you, if you give birth to your child, your child has your traits. Your child has your character. Pick some of your character from both parents. Your child has your DNA. Your child can actually function like you. So if God was to create man in his own image, so what was he doing? 
He will create somebody that will function exactly like him. I don't know if I'm making sense. Yes. Now follow carefully. Second Corinthians four verse three. Four, four, four verse. What did I say? Okay, let's look at four. Look at verse three. It says, "But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost." Verse four. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them, lest they believe the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. That's verse four. Now watch carefully. Look at what God didn't say. He didn't say, let them have dominion over everything that was good. You know, if you follow Genesis 1, I want you to follow me carefully. You know, if you follow the thought pattern of Genesis 1, when Jesus finished, when God finished creating everything, he says, and it was good, and it was good. God didn't say, let him have dominion over everything that was good. But he said, let him have dominion. Are you following the kid? They thought well. Now, did Adam, the question I want to ask you is this. Did Adam ever have that dominion? Think. We are going to get it. Because if he had it, it means he was in charge. Are you following me carefully? If Adam ever had that dominion, it means he was in charge. But did God really give Adam that dominion? I want to submit to you today that Adam was offered that dominion but he did not receive it. You will say, how did I get my account? Genesis 2. Let's go. Let's study. Look at Genesis 2. Adam was offered that dominion but he did not receive it. Look at Genesis 2. Let's start from let's start from verse Seven. Let's start from verse 7. Genesis 2, 7. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed nurseries, the breath of life, and it became a living soul. I thought if God was creating somebody in his image, the person would just appear and be like a spirit being. No, I don't know if you are, if you are getting what I'm saying. But we are seeing another account here. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and it became what? A living soul. I need you to keep that somewhere because we are still going to touch on that living soul. Now, watch carefully. Let me give you a summary of what happened in Genesis 2 3 and all. When Adam fell, and sinned, what did they do? They ran away from the garden, they left the garden, and God gave them, God told them to be living, that's what people say, God told them to be living, people have said, the devil now collected the authority from them, the devil has started tormenting men ever since. Okay, now you see, there is a step-by-step measure to this. And in Genesis 3, when man fails, when man sinned, the sin as a result of the disobedience, because they didn't receive the life that was given to them, we studied that a lot. That the reason why Adam did not receive life is because they didn't believe the gospel. Now watch carefully. Look at John one. Look at John one. Look at John one. John one. John one. 
verse 1 to 8. John 1, verse 1 to 8. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Look at verse 3. It says, all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. It says, in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Follow carefully. And light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Look at verse 6. It says, there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. The same came from a witness to bear witness of the light, that all men through him might believe. Verse 8. It was the light, but was not sent to bear witness of the light. Now look at verse 12 carefully. It says, for as many as received him, to them he gave powers to become the sons of God. So life has to be received. Are you following me carefully? Life from the scriptures has to be received. It wasn't given. You have a part to play to choose life. Adam, Eve, they chose the part of death. They didn't receive the life. Okay. Now watch carefully. When it was seen in verse 4, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. What was he saying? That is, when you receive the life, you, you have, look at what he's saying. He says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So that means Christ became the light of men through the life you received. I know you'll be saying, am I getting it? Somebody will say, if I say, am I getting it? And somebody will say, I, I don't know. <laughs> Now, watch carefully. Look at 1 Corinthians. Look at 1 Corinthians. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45 to 47. Because, you see, if we say we have authority, what's the reason? How did we get it? How did we have it? Let's see for the part of the seven, first Corinthians. And so it is written, the first Adam was made a living soul. Don't forget, I asked you to keep that living soul of Genesis 2 somewhere. The first Adam was made what? A living soul. And the last Adam was made what? A quickening spirit. Albeit, that was not the first which is spiritual but that which is natural afterward that which is spiritual for the first man is of the earth, earth. so now watch carefully if god was to make man in his own image he was not going to make man of the earth are you following what i'm saying he says the second man is of the lord from where from heaven. Now look at the two intelligent 
scripted words that, they, that Paul used to write. He made a distinction with just two men. Now, that is, these two men formed a race. These two men are the cause of humanity today. The first Adam, a race. The second Adam, a race. Now, because of the first Adam, we have an, a sense of humanity somewhere. Because of the second Adam, we have a sense of humanity somewhere. Now, watch. He says the first Adam was made what? A living soul. And this last Adam was made what? A quickening spirit. It will make sense again. Look at Genesis 5. Genesis 5, verse 1 to 3. It will make sense now. Genesis 5. It says, this is the book of the generations of, the, of Adam in the day that God created man. In the likeness of God made he in. Look at verse 2. It says, male and female, he created them. And blessed them and called their name Adam. So those feminists will say, um, um, so how can Adam be male and female? <laughs> it's humanity. They were just explaining the race. <laughs> Why did they not call? Why, why were they saying? Uh, why were they saying Adam is man? So why, what of the woman there? Calm down. <laughs> and he called their name Adam. And in the day they were created. Now look at what happened in verse three. And Adam lived 130 years and became a son in his own likeness. Adam, as a result of his fallen state. And sin gave birth to men in his what? In his own likeness and what? After his image. There was a clear distinction. Adam did not give birth to an image of God. Adam gave birth to his own. You know, some people say, confess yourself. They say, I'm the image of God. Calm down. They say, confess who you are. So say, I'm the image of God. I'm created in his image. Calm down. <laughs> it says, and Adam lived 130 years and began his son in his own likeness after his own image. So now watch carefully. If God offered life in Genesis 2, it has to be received. Because that has been the pattern from the very beginning. God is not going to just impose life on you. So why was Adam made a living soul? Because he needed life to become a quickening spirit. He needed to receive life to have a change of status. So he was just a soul there. Mm, you have not given me. <laughs> or you are still on, I don't know. <laughs> It's called eternal life. Look at John 3. Let's go to John 3. Look at John 3. Let's go to John 3 quickly. John 3. John 3. We are going somewhere. Hey. Chimo. Look at John 3. Let's start from verse 14. Let's start from verse 14. It says, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Look at verse 15. 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but what? Have eternal life. Look at verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only because so, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So if Adam had received life, he would have an everlasting life. Right. He would have been made, he would not have been that empty. Because he had a choice. Man is not a robot. God was okay. Let me explain. Exactly, free moral agent. Somebody will say, so God was looking at Adam and Eve's sin. Yes, He was. He cannot tamper with their choices. He was seeing them as they were doing it. He could not do anything. Because he can't tamper with their choices. They are chosen. He told them, the tree of knowledge and good of evil, don't eat. The tree of life, eat. He has told them. about Adam said, okay, oh, I don't want tree of life. I'm going for tree of knowledge and good of evil. He chose death on his own. Are you following what I'm saying? Yes. Now watch carefully. Jesus is the life that God offered. So when you receive Jesus, you will do what? You will receive life. So what was God offering Adam? He was offering Adam life. Somebody say, how is this related to believers authority? Calm down. <laughs> so life from God is life internal. Adam was never in the image of God. We've seen that carefully. Are we, are we cool on that? Yeah. Yeah. Adam was never in the image of God. Now watch. Psalm 8. Let's kick it a little further now. We are going somewhere. Psalm 8. Adam was never that one they say God created man in his own image because we are still going to get there. Or oh, are you still on? I don't know. Alright, Psalm 8. Now it says, listen to verse 4. It says, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visited him? For he has made him a little lower than the angels, and crowned him with glory and honor. Thou hast made him to have dominion over the works of thy ends, and thou hast put all things under his feet. Now, this is a prophecy of David. This could not be talking to man. Somebody will say, but he says, what is man? Okay, calm down. We are getting there. He says, what is man that thou art mindful? Look at verse 6. That thou hast given, he has made him to have dominion over the works of thy hands, and thou hast put all things under his feet. Under his feet. Don't let it confuse you. In the Jewish reign, under his feet simply means a kingdom. If you say under his feet to the Jewish, they understand what he's saying. That under his feet means I have dominion over an authority, over a kingdom. Are you following what I'm saying carefully? The same a kingdom, a domain. Now watch. 
Now, see something. So, who is that man of this Psalm 8? We are still going to just keep it in your mind. You can, if you are writing that, you can put a question. Who is the man in Psalm 8? <laughs> Look at Romans 5. Look at Romans 5. Romans 5. Romans 5. Because this could not have been Adam. If you are thinking it's Adam. Why can it not be Adam? Romans 5. Look at Romans 5 verse 12. Romans 5 verse 12. It says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men that have sinned. If you read all through, you will see the distinction between Adam and another man. In, in verse 17, it says, For by one man's offense, death reigned for one. Watch more, they which receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall win in life by one Jesus. There was that distinction. There was that difference that there is a one man somewhere and another man somewhere. Now, look at something. So, in Adam, we find death and sin settled. In Jesus, we find life and eternal life settled. Now, if Genesis 1, 26 was the first Adam, then something is wrong because he did not have the life. if, If you have life, how would you have dominion? If you don't have life, how do you want to have dominion? Listen to me. Everyone that is not born again does not have life. That is why they receive life. All those fallacies of I gave my life to Christ. That's where confusion has come in the body of Christ. Nobody is giving any life. Which life do you have that you are giving? Bible says in John 1, 12, it says, For as many as received him, today he gave. Are you getting what I'm saying? So all those fallacies of I gave my life to Christ, stop it. You did not give, you did not have any life as an unbeliever. You only received a life. Now watch carefully. Jesus is that God's man. Is God's humanity. Jesus is that God's man. And he is God's humanity. When, Jesus, when the Bible was saying in Genesis 1, 26, let us create man in our own image. What was it saying? 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3. and 2 Corinthians 4, let's see. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 4. Look at what it was saying. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. What is the glorious gospel of Christ? Who is the image of God? So when you receive the life, what shines in your John 1, where we went to, John 1, you receive light. It says, a light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended in not. Follow carefully. Don't forget, we are still studying believer's authority. Now, if the devil collected the power from man that we have always believed, you know, when we were growing up, that's, I, I even thought it too. I thought that um, God gave Adam authority, gave man. So listen now, Adam never had that dominion. Why? Because he did not receive the life. So now watch carefully. I've all, we've always thought God gave man 
authority and because Adam sinned, God now collected the authority. You know that's what they will say? They say, God gave life to Adam. The devil now took it. Listen. 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 Satan did not have the dominion. Am I breaking your heart? Satan never, Satan, devil, Lucifer, everything, never had that dominion. You see, how? Look for, let's study. Look for, look for, look for, verse 5 to 7. Let's study some more. He says, and the devil taking him up to an iron mountain showed unto him the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power I will give thee, and the glory of them, for that which is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give it. Now watch. <laughs> you know, he wants to give Jesus a power here, right? Somebody will say, okay, but they did not have power. Look at Luke 22. I want, us to, I want us to see a couple of scriptures. Luke 22, verse 53. Because devil was talking in that place. And he says, I will give you power. Who gave it to devil? That's what we want to study. Luke 22, verse 53. He says, and... I was daily with you in the temple and stretched forth no hand, but it is your hour and the power of darkness. John 12 31. John 12 31. John 12 31. Now, this is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out because they were calling the prince of this world. Some people say, Is the owner of this world? Well, calm down. John 16 11. I'm showing you a couple of scriptures that can seem contradictory when you want to do your own personal study. It says, Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. Who gave him the credibility for that? How did he get it? Let's study. So, when they say prince there, a prince means a ruler. When he say the prince of this world, it means a ruler. And listen, whatsoever he had, he got it from this world. Because they say he is the prince of the world. Well, it doesn't make sense. John 17, 16. John 17, 16. It says, they are not of the world, even as I am of the world. That, does, that might not make sense to you, but let me explain. As believers, and Jesus, we know, is not of this world, because if he's of this world, we will know he's of this world. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, he's of another world. And the Bible calls the devil, and the devil attributed himself as the prince or the ruler of this world. Am I right? Now watch. Look at 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3. Look at what the Bible called him. Look at what the epistles now, for instance, called the devil. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3. It says, For if our gospel be it, it is it to them that are lost. Look at verse 4. In whom the God of this world, 
Now, so, where does his lordship take place? Where does the lordship of the devil take place? In the world. Am I right? Calm down. Listen. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. So it's the Lord, God is the owner of the earth. Don't use earth and the world to say, when the devil is saying, I'm the priest of this world, he means the earth. No. It's a two different thing. Okay. We are in Christ, you know, as we're in church service today, this is our own world. I don't know if you're making sense. This is our world. If we go to school now, or if you go to work, that is your own world, not the end. Hey, are you in the scenario of I don't know? <laughs> Follow me carefully. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Heaven and earth is my full stool. Calm down. Heaven is the Lord, the earth is my full stool. God is the owner of everything on this earth. Calm down. Do you get what I'm saying? But when the devil is saying, I'm the God of this world, where is his rulership? Ephesians 2. Now let's, let's say to that once and for all. Ephesians 2. Let's start from verse 1. Ephesians 2. And you are at it quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in time past ye walked according to the cause of this world. Follow? According to the prince of the power of the year. The spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. So when the devil is saying he is the God of this world, where is he ruling? The art of the unbeliever. Out of man. That is where his lordship is. Look at something. Look at verse 43. It says, Among whom we all had our, our conversations in time past, in the loss of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the nation, nature of the, the desires of the flesh and the mind, and we are nature of the children of wrath, even as others. But in verse 2, he says, You are what according to the cause of this world. What was that word? The word of sin. Where the devil lives. The devil is not omnipotent or omnipresent. He is only dwelling in the heart of those who hasn't believed the gospel. That is where his lordship is. That is where his kingdom is. He leads them. That is why somebody can just wake up early in the morning and just... I want to go and kill myself. And the person, the person is not born again. It is the devil. The devil is the one. That's why, listen, if we get, imagine everyone in this city now is, is born again, is filled with the Holy Ghost. Do you know we have a sane city? We, we have a very sane city. But listen, the devil strive more where the people haven't believed the gospel. So if we have a nation, where the president hasn't believed the gospel, we're in trouble. Because the devil is going to lead him. Are you getting me? So when he says, I have power, or I am the God of this world, and I will give you something. What is this saying? The art of man. Are you following what I'm saying? So where is the devil's power? Where is the devil's authority? The art of man. How did he get it? When Adam sinned. Adam and Satan sinned at the same time. Don't forget that fallacy of the devil was in the, 
But that was somewhere in heaven that is you know when we're growing up. <laughs> they said they said the, the, the devil, the Lucifer, that God so specially created him. They say he crafted him. And that he will just that as, as the devil just stand like this, he will be emitting music. That as he moves his body, music will just be flowing. Every strand of instrument will just be flowing. Calm down. Where did you get it from? They say he was even the choir master. That immediately he sings, God even raise up his hand. That God will say, I lift up my own holiness. They say that as he sings like this, they say that is why in the entertainment industry, music is thriving because of the devil. Calm down. Ah. <laughs> the devil is not any choir master anyway. He's just an angel. Hebrews 1 verse 14, it says, He has sent them as a ministering spirit to minister to men. So he was ministering to Adam and he fell. He spoke to Adam and both of them sing together. <laughs> See, he came together. So you know, they, were saying, they, they said, they said he, so he, was, he wanted to now overthrow God one day. He woke up one day. He wanted to overthrow God. He told God, give me just your power or else. We will see, we will see who will praise you. So people will now come and tell you, if you do not praise God, the devil will show you pepper. Calm down. They say, if you not, pastors, before pastors message them, if you do not praise him, you will not be praised. I'll be honest. And you accept me. I'm sure I'm sure it will kill me by this watching this video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they said. So they said the devil would just sit down somewhere and he just and he was telling God, um, you know, I, I want to be in charge now. I want to control the world now. I want to I want to control the heavens. And God now said, No, you cannot be fighting. You know, people will not tell you, how can the God and the devil be fighting the same battle? That who can battle with the Lord. So, like, mm. <laughs> so then I said, the devil now went. Uh, the devil now took one thought of all the angels and said and decided that he wanted to show God Pepe. That she be you think you have power, I will show you that I have power. She see, why did you specially create me? So people now say God now regretted that he created the devil. Ah. Bible says everything he made was good. So God could not have created even sin. Are you getting what I'm saying? So God, so now look at what I'm going to. If we now say God gave Adam authority, follow me, and the devil collected it, do you see it doesn't make sense? Because if God wants to give an authority, he will give something that is good. So how come Adam now passed something that is bad to Satan? Where did he get it from? Because that is not in the character of God. I was saying James that he is the father of light. He knows there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Hey ya. So where did the devil not get it from? He got it through sin. God did not pass down authority from Adam. Take the authority. Adam lost it. Devil stole it. Devil now started doing. So somebody now said, mm. the devil corrupted the power. So that's why he's going to do evil. Calm down. It's just sin. It's striving in sin. It's striving in sin. That's why we need to get serious with getting people born again. Getting people, getting serious with the missions of Christ. 
The reason is because the more unbelievers are prevailing in the earth, the more problem. That's the truth. None of you here now can wake up one day and just say, I want to go and kill someone. No. But an unbeliever's mind, art, is, is controlled by the devil himself. Are we still on? I don't know. <laughs> You've graduated. <laughs> so Satan and Adam sinned at the same time. The relationship was born out of sin. That's why in Romans 5, Paul was a very careful writer. Ah, if you're a believer and you don't like Paul, I don't know who you like. He was a very careful writer. He says, for by one man. He did not say by the devil. Calm down. He says, for by one man, sin entered way into the world, not the earth. Into the world. And death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. Now, that kingdom of the devil was seen and in the heart of the believer. Now, look at Hebrews 2. Let me use that to buttress my point well. Hebrews 2, verse 14 to 15. Hebrews 2, 14 to 15. Now, look at what it is saying. It says, For as much as the children of particles of the blood, Flesh and blood, he himself also likewise took part of the sin that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. For by one man sin entered into the world, and by sin death came. So, how did the devil get his power? Through sin, too. So, the devil has the power of death, not God. Listen to me God, not God. God's will is not for anyone to die. His own plan is eternal life. His character has been consistent. He says that he had the power of death. He says, and he will and deliver them through fear of death. We all lifetime subject to bondage. We are gradually getting to our believers' authority now. Look at Colossians 1. How were we delivered? Colossians 1. Colossians 1. Is it making sense, somebody? Yes. All right, Colossians 1, look at verse 12. Let's see verse 12. Giving thanks to the Father who has made us partakers in the inheritance of the saints in the light. He says, and who hath delivered us. Look at verse 13 now. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. I want to bust the bubbles now. He says, he hath delivered us. From the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Verse 14. In whom we have redemption through, the forgive, through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Deliverance is forgiveness of sins. Deliverance is not come out. I will not come out. How many of you in this body? Seven. What have you done to her? <laughs> I will not talk. <laughs> That's not deliverance. Deliverance simply means who has delivered us from the power of darkness where we were before we got born again. The power of darkness. What kept us there? Sin. It says, and has translated us. Hey, yeah. It translated us. So the very one thing, there is 
There is a million and one thing that happened to you the very day you got born again. You were translated from one kingdom to another. You received forgiveness of sin. You were sealed. You were justified. You were returned. Ah! You were even justified. You were sanctified. Hey! You became righteous. A lot happened to you the very day you received Christ. He says, Who has delivered us of the power of darkness? Translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. What is in this dear son? In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Deliverance is forgiveness of sins. Don't be deceived. Aphesis, forgiveness of sins. Deliver that one of come on, I'm not come on. That's casting out devils and exorcism. Who will just be arguing with devil? Eh. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you want to laugh, you just go and watch some videos. You see some people doing mortal combat. I will blow you. <laughs> with devil. <laughs> the moment we are forgiven, Satan's world was broken. The moment we were forgiven of our sins, Satan's old, Satan's cage, Satan's limitation of ours was broken. Yes. That very moment we got born again was that very moment we were pulled out of Satan's hold. That's the very moment he ceased to be the God of your own life. That's the very moment he ceased to be the God of your own world. But we now live in a new life where it's called the kingdom of his dear son, Hajah. Hey, and he says, in whom we have redemption through this blood, even the forgiveness of sins. So the very moment you got born again and your sins were forgiven, that was the very moment you were free from the devil. That was the very moment you were free from the devil. Deliverance is forgiveness of sins and not command or not command. I'll show you pepper today. I'll show you who I am. That's not deliverance. So look at what. Look how carefully. Let's 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 lay this to rest. Look at it in verse fifteen. Take me to verse fifteen. Verse fifteen. In whom we have forgiveness of sin. Who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn. Firstborn is from the Greek called prototokos, a prototype. That is, I will have a model that I want my my child to pattern after. He says he is the firstborn of every creation. For by him were all things created in heaven. Genesis 1 and on earth. Invisible, invis uh, invisible and invisible. Whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Who is the image of the invisible God? So who is that image of God? Did I answer your question now? Yes. So is he Adam? No. no. For by him, it's not true Adam, since we are created. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For by him were all things created that were in heaven and on earth. We're getting to that authority very soon now. So was Adam the image of God? Oh, you're not asking like a minute. Oh, you're still on. I don't know. Was Adam the image of God? No. So Jesus did not come to fight the devil to get back what was stolen. 
Let me do first of all. Jesus did not come to fight the devil to get back what was stolen. Did he come back to fight what was stolen? No. Because we've always had the authority. The very moment you receive life, you've got the authority. So Jesus was not coming to, you know, some people say when Jesus died, Jesus went to fight the devil. Calm down. Jesus came to redeem his humanity. Life comes to man from the dead because man's sin, life will be forgiven through the death of Christ. So the very moment you and I receive Christ, we receive life and we receive that dominion. He says, who is the image of the very invisible, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creation? So we were modeled after him the very moment we got born again. He says, he is the firstborn from the dead. That is, if he is the firstborn, this is the pattern we will be like. Are you getting what I'm saying here? So, did we ever lose an authority? We never have lost any authority. Because everyone has authority the very moment they receive Christ. Everyone, the very moment you receive the life, you will add the authority. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why? Because you receive it. How? He's a firstborn. Firstborn does not mean he's the first in the family, like people used to think today. First means a model son, a pattern. So we are molded after him. Now let's let, let's make, let me make it clear for you now. Look at Matthew twenty-eight. No, no, no. Sorry, not Matthew twenty-eight. Look at Luke ten nineteen. Sorry, Luke ten nineteen. Let's let's start closing now. Luke ten nineteen. It's going to make sense to you. Luke ten verse nineteen. It says, "Behold, I give to you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions over." All the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You know, in the first gospels, we will see that more next week. This was like a power of atonement. When I give you something to go and do, so you now do it for me on my behalf. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it's not like they did not have the power. Can't we will study that next week? We will study how did Jesus raise from the dead in the light of our authority. Don't miss next week. Now watch. It says, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Why? Because you have the power. You have the authority. Look at Ephesians 9. Let's start, let's start closing now. Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1. It will make sense to you now. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Will God. It says, Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above, power, above all principalities and power and might and dominion. And every name that is named, not in this world, but in that which is to come. Next verse. And hath put all things under his feet. Hey, I explained that under his feet. A kingdom. 
And listen, we are made to be like him. He is a model son. What happened to Christ happened to us. Look at Ephesians 2. Look at Ephesians 2, 6. Ephesians 2, 6. Ephesians 2, verse 6, 5 and 6. Look at verse 5 and 6. 5 and 6. It says, when we were dead in sins, as he quickened us together, by grace you are saved. Now, watch carefully. So, when Jesus died, by identification, you died with him. Are you getting what I'm saying? When he rose, when he was buried, Romans 6 made us understand that we were buried with him. When he rose again, Ephesians 2, he said, and when we were dead in sins, as he quickened us together by Christ, by grace he has saved, look at verses, he had raised us up together to sit with him in heavenly places. Now, let's go back to Ephesians 1. It will make sense now. Ephesians 1, that same verse we're reading. Now, so, it is an identification thing. So, whatsoever happened to Jesus, happened to us. Ah, by reason of us being born again. He says, which he wrote in Christ, when he set him, when you raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand, did this happen to you too? Yes. Did this happen to you too? Yes. Now look at verse 21. Far above all principalities and power, might and dominion, and every name that is named, not in this world, and in that which is to come. Did that happen to you too? Yes. So how did we get our authority? We got it the same way Christ got it. The moment Christ rose from the dead, and gave us life. That was the very moment we got our own. Hey, you did not get it. Yes. Now listen. The word seated in the Bible language, it means a place of position, a place of authority. We died with him. We were buried with him. We rest with him. If we rest with him, we will have what he has. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. If we rest with him, then he put all this all to get all this under his feet and gave him to be the head of the church. Now, watch carefully. Then he was not talking to us now here. Yeah? He says he raised him up and set all things under his feet. So he gave him all things so that everything can be under his feet. Did that happen to us? Yes. So how did we get our authority? The very moment Christ rose from the dead. So, has our authority ever been lost? No. Are you getting what I'm saying? Has our authority ever been lost? No. We got it the very day Christ rose from the dead. The very day you and I said yes to the gospel, that was the very day you have the authority. Because that very day, identification happened. You were identified with him. Am I communicating? So, how is the authority given? It was given the very moment you received Christ. And what happened to Christ happened to you too. Was you raised from the dead? Yes. Were you raised too? Yes. You? That very minute you got the authority. It has never been lost. The devil never had it. When he was telling us in Genesis 1 26, that uh, let us make man in our own image. That is, this is the pattern men will follow when they receive this life. Right. So, when the moment you receive the life, we became that very image Genesis 1 26 was talking about. But Adam was not that image. Why? Because he did not receive life. But as many of us that have received the life today, we have that authority, we have that dominion, we have everything that he is. We are. 
Be on your feet this morning. So what was Genesis 1, 26 telling us? It says, and God said, let us make man in our own image after his likeness. He made it there. We were made after his likeness the very moment Christ rose from the dead. So do we have the authority? So was it lost or was it ever given to the devil? It was never given to the devil. The thing is just that you only need to understand that you have the authority. You only need to understand that this authority was never lost. I only need to just receive the life of Christ and now we have the authority. Talk to your father this morning and thank you. Because in the coming days we'll be learning how to use the authority. We needed to study how we got the authority today. So we'll be studying how to use what has been in us since the very day we got born again. Oh, Ray Shapra Tega, let's say Fretelba Dega. Oh, Sefrata Shalira Dega. Where I am, is where Speak to situations. The authority of Christ is in you. 